Hello, and welcome to ASMR Tirar de Huello. Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. Oh, hello. Welcome to the office of Dr. Andrew Michaels. I see you're just on time. That's an excellent quality for a person to have. I'm glad to see that you found us without too much difficulty. Sometimes it can be strange trying to find your way to our office. Don't worry about payment or identification. I know who you are. You're in exactly the right place. Everything is well taken care of. You don't need to worry about a thing. Feel free to leave your stress, anxieties, and any complicated or difficult emotions up here with me. You can hang them on one of the hooks to your left there. They'll be safe with me until your appointment is over, and then you can pick them back up again on your way out. Head on back and take a seat. The doctor is expecting you. Hey, wow. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. Hey, this is nothing to joke about. You know, medical testing is not a joke. And if I can talk to you and help calm you down about your medical testing, then I'm going to do it. You know? It's never easy. I'm trying to get everything right for you. I know how nervous you are. And it's never easy to talk about. But give me your hands. That's right. Give me your hands. Put both hands right out in front of you. I'm going to give you some pointers that I do to help me with medical visits medical testing while I massage your hands. Okay? Won't that be nice? Okay. We can talk. Help. Calm you down. You have small hands compared to mine. I think everybody has small hands compared to mine. <laughs> I don't know. You mean a bigger guy. And it gives you that strong handshake. It shocks me, too. <laughs> not used to it. Because most people don't have hands as big or bigger than mine. Does that feel good? Helping loosen you up a little bit by massaging the palms and the backs of your hands. Being very gentle. Do you like it? Good. 
Now, the first thing about medical testing that makes me really nervous is just sitting around waiting all day to go. So I always fast and overnight so that I don't have to worry. I have a nice dinner, then don't eat again. And then I always test my, or schedule my testing for first thing in the morning. And that works really well for me. I go either before work or, you know, as, as soon as I can, first thing in the morning. And that way it doesn't cause me any trouble. Now, if I can't go before work, I schedule it right after work. You know, so I'm at work all day and my mind's on my job and I'm not thinking about the testing because I'm, you know, busy at work, keeping myself busy, idle hands create an idle mind. So busy mind create, you know, keeps you from being nervous. And then I go directly after work. And that works real well if I have to fast because it's easier to fast when you're wanking at work. You just, you know, drink a lot of water. <clears throat> and I notice if you eat too much at lunch, you get lethargic and you're tummy is full and you're running around and it's really hard on you to, you know, bend over and pick up things and you just feel ugh, sluggish after you eat. So I always eat really light at work anyway. I usually get like a salad or something and that helps me, you know, it doesn't weigh me down as much if that makes sense. Yeah, there's nothing worse, you know, you're really hungry and I'll tell you a funny story. So I'm really hungry, and I stop and get one of those McDonald's sausage McMuffins, and they're really good, you know, with egg and cheese on them, and oh, they're really good. And that's all I got, was just a sausage McMuffin, and a hash brown, and a Coke. Coke first thing in the morning. That's me, my whole life. I love Coke. Can't stand it. Totally addicted to Coke. And I eat this single sausage sandwich, and they're small, you know, they're not big. And then I went and did a job where I was bending over, working on something on the floor all day. Oh my God, I thought I was going to die. I had acid reflux all morning. I was miserable. I didn't want to eat my dinner. I was like, I'm done with this. I am so fed up with this whole thing. It was really funny. But isn't that the way it goes, you know? Yeah. Your hands feel better? Well, I can add some cream to it, some hand lotion. And we can rub that on your hands. That'll help it feel a lot better. Do you like that? Okay. Don't worry. Yeah, you're... You seem happier. Well, you know what else I do with testing? Besides scheduling it first thing in the morning. One thing I like to do is I like to get it all done at once. So if I have a whole bunch of testing needing done, I want to go, like, get it all done in one day. Take the day off. Go get all that testing done. And then I'm not worried about it. I'm not dwelling on it. It's not weighing me down. 
and it's not, you know, yeah, that works really well. And, uh, and then I treat myself if I fast or something for a test or I have to, you know, do like a body cleanse for a test. I won't eat. I'll like, you know, get my body ready to go do everything I'm supposed to do exactly the way they do it. And then when I'm done with all the testing, everything's done and I'm going home, I'll stop and get a small, like a cheeseburger or something, you know, like a treat, you know? And, uh, yeah, like McDonald's sandwiches in the morning are okay, but like I won't even eat McDonald's food anymore. You know, breakfast sandwiches are okay, but... The rest of their food's kind of, you know, so-so. So I'll treat myself to a nice little fancy burger somewhere, you know, like, uh, you know, like Five Guys or something, you know, something really good. Mm-hmm. Or Rallies, you know, Rallies makes a really good burger. I mean, somebody might be out there right now overhearing us and <coughs> tell me that Rallies or Five Guys isn't much better than McDonald's, but... I think they're better. I think they're better quality, and you can kind of order them the way you want. They're a little, a nicer sandwich, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think everybody hates Burger King anymore. They're so terrible. <laughs> and Wendy's isn't much better. Wendy's, it's like when you're eating a burger there, it feels like you're eating sawdust. I don't know if it's the bun or the the burger. Wendy's used to be, oh, my God. I mean, back in the day, Wendy's was like the place to get a burger, but now they're like not so good. Um, they've all kind of slipped, haven't they? Well, you know, they're all about the profit, and they're all about you know making making money. And even Arby's is kind of not as good as it used to be, and they really juked up their menu. They have this um, gyro. And I thought, oh my gosh, Arby's with a real gyro? I gotta check this out, right? So my wife and I went to Arby's and she gets a uh, beef and cheddar. And then I always get like a, a turkey bacon club sandwich. It's really good, you know, with the wheat bread. It's a pretty healthy choice, I, I think, for Arby's anyway. And... uh I saw they had a gyro, and I said, you know what, I'll get the gyro, I'll just get the gyro, no fries, no nothing, just the gyro. Okay, so I get this gyro, and I'm telling you what, that was the worst excuse. You gotta remember, I grew up around Greek communities <laughs> in Youngstown and Campbell, Ohio, and there was a lot of Greek restaurants, and we have like Greek restaurants all over where I live and you can get like real baklava and real gyros and <laughs> this was not a gyro I mean it had all the components I'm not knocking Arby's it had the lamb nice sliced processed looking lamb meat <laughs> and then it had the sauce and it had like a smattering of lettuce and a couple chunks of tomato thrown on there. You know, it had the cucumber sauce. <clears throat> My goodness, it looked like a five-year-old put this in. You know, Daddy, can I make you a sandwich? 
And you know how they don't look like the pitcher. I know that. I know you're never going to get this gyro that's loaded with a fistful of lamb and, you know, sauce all over it and everything. The bread was fresh. The the pita bread that it was on was fresh. It was a good, good piece of bread for whenever it's worth. But that was what it was. It was a it was a wish sandwich. It was like you know you know what a wish sandwich is. It's when you have a piece of pita bread and you fold it over and you wish you had something in the middle. That's what it was. It was a wish sandwich. Now there was like maybe four five pieces of little chunks of you know pressed <laughs> processed lamb and it was all like on one half of the gyro and then there was two chunks of tomato shoved together and like I said a little bit of lettuce and then they just kind of squoze squoze some uh, sauce on it and it was like and I'll give them credit the sauce tasted good the gyro meat did taste good um, what pieces there were. Finally, I just dug out a couple of pieces and I just quit eating the bread because, you know, the bread's all the calories practically. And, you know, I just, it was really funny. Um, but, you know, sometimes that happens when you go to a f- fast food place. <laughs> like I said, I don't expect the sandwiches to look like they do in the photos. But, my goodness. Um... When you get a beef and cheddar and it looks like they just squirted, like they held it underneath the thing and squirted like a little bit of cheese on one side of it and it dripped all out onto the wrapper and then your gyro looks like a five-year-old made it and we usually get a roast beef sandwich and I know this is decadent, but we get a regular Arby's roast beef and then it's sliced, you know, real thin. And we have dogs, and for a treat, we take a little slice of the thinly sliced roast beef. And one RB sandwich can give all the dogs, like, a whole bunch of little treats. Because it's all these little slices of roast beef. And so, you you know, if you think about it, you know, if you take one little piece and tear it in half, the dog, you know, he doesn't care. He thinks he's getting, like, a, a big treat. So, you know, <clears throat> we uh, get an Arby's roast beef and then we share it with the dogs. Let them have it, basically. Just throw the bread away. We don't give them bread, crackers, potato chips, none of that. They get just meat. So we'll give them, like, if we get a hot dog, we'll just throw the bun away. And they get just the hot dog, you know. And same thing with hamburgers or anything else. You know, if they want a piece of hamburger... You tear a little piece out, no bread, no nothing, because it's really not healthy for them to, um, you know, eat a lot of bread and potato chips, and potatoes aren't good for them either, I don't think. At least that's what I read. <clears throat> so we always try to just give them meat for like a, you know, like a little dog treat. But like, I'll tell them, you know, we're going to have a cheeseburger picnic, <laughs> and the dogs go crazy. And what a cheeseburger picnic is, is we're going to get a little Arby's or one hot dog. (laughs) And we rip the hot dog up in little pieces and they get, you know, the little pieces of roast beef or they get the little pieces of hot dog, you know, parceled out. And they think that's just the greatest thing because they got to eat 
whatever mom and dad got to eat at the table. It's so cute. They're adorable. But I really think, you know, if you walk your dogs and uh, you got to walk them, and if you really monitor what you feed them, no potato chips, like I said, don't give them Doritos or nacho chips or a lot of cheese is bad for them. And they love cheese. They'll eat, you know, pizza and all that stuff. And it's really not good for them. So we always try to um, only give them meat for treats. And that really is a lot better for them. Now, there is one odd thing. I do feed my dogs and they love it. And uh, that's banana. Mm -hmm. Are you feeling less nervous now? Yeah, your hands are really smooth. This lotion really helped your hands. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. You want to talk? Oh, well, I was just getting into your how soft your hands and your wrists are. Mm-hmm. Does it feel good? Yeah. But yeah, bananas. I feed my dogs bananas once in a while. A cucumber. They will not eat a pickle, but they will eat a cucumber. I don't know what that's all about. But I'll get a banana and I'll rip off a little piece. You know, like, you know, a banana kind of divides into three pieces. And I'll kind of like rip off a chunk of banana and then like split it into three pieces. And those dogs love banana. I've heard it's good for them. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's a expert out there that can tell me otherwise or, or verify what I'm saying. But my dogs love banana. Now, if you give them a piece of banana from your mouth, they'll eat it. But if you take the end of the banana out of the peel and hand it to them, they will not eat it. I don't, I've, I'm telling you the truth. My little dog Buster is this little turkey, and he is just ornery as a cuss could be, and he... If he sees you take the banana, you know, you're biting the banana and then you rip a little chunk out and you hand it to him. He'll, you don't hand it to him. You know, you put it down by his mouth and you don't hand a dog. Dogs don't have hands. <laughs> I know your hands are so soft. And he'll eat that banana right out of your fingers. But if you take and he sees you rip the end, you know how that end has that little black spike on it or something or whatever and I don't usually eat the very end of a banana. I usually rip it off and don't eat it. That's just a little pet peeve of mine or a weird thing I do. If he sees you do that, he won't eat it. He knows you won't eat that. He's done eating it. I, I'm not making this up. He is so ornery. And I've even like pretended to put it in my mouth and then hand it to him. He's like, no. Mm-mm, no. I don't know what it is. It's the weirdest thing. He's he's a really he's a cute dog. <clears throat> well, he is a boxer and a terrier mix. His mother was a mixed terrier. She was um part boxer and terrier too. So she had this boxer face and this terrier body but the big terrier teeth they still have the sh shriveled up nose but you know the, the their their nose is kind of their snouts kind of 
short and um his mother had the kind of like a milk cow looking black and white fur and she's just so cute he looks a lot like his mom but he looks more like you know he's got that boxer look with the the jowls and the um brindle coat and the long tail and i always wanted to breed him and he was you know he was just a spoiled little dog that thought he was a part of the family you know which is fine but he he thinks he's not a dog he thinks he's a human being and you're abandoning him when you're leaving him behind so he would run around and spot in the house and everything when we were leaving him alone and um in very specific places, you know, to be a, a little bit of a turkey, you know, just to kind of get even or whatever. And so basically, we could never leave him alone. He wouldn't behave, so we had to put him in the cage. And um, he was good in his um, den, but if you left him out, he would tear up stuff, spot in the house. So. We eventually got him fixed, and it's a real regret because I always wanted to breed him with another little, um, like maybe a Boston Terrier or a little French Bulldog or Poodle or, you know, something like that. And then, you know, a miniature dog, and then he would, um, the pups would be so gorgeous. Yeah. And plus, I don't know, it's... It's kind of morbid, but sad. I don't know what, what to say. Dogs, you know, they have that... They, you get so attached to them. And, you know, I, you have a rare dog like Buster that's just a, a little jewel. And you want him to be like your pet forever. And I know it's spoiled. I know humans are selfish like that. But it's a way to, you know, for him to go on by mating and having offspring and everything and I would have liked to do that for him because he's just a real doll baby I, I I think responsible dog ownership is more important than my personal feelings and you know I have to be an adult about it so I'm fine with it but you, you, you can imagine what I'm saying yeah well he's just precious he really is and he's just really been a good pet and a good watchdog and everything you can almost hear him barking outside i wonder who that is he gets wound up and oh does he have a big bark and he has big teeth for a little guy he is just strong as a bull yeah yeah you can almost hear him bark and he's outside playing right now he he's really an angel so do you feel better about your medical testing now? Well, I was trying to cheer you up about it, but I guess there's no way to do that. It's just something we all have to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I actually try to look forward to fasting because it's a chance to really cleanse your body. I do think we need to flush the body once in a while. You know, get the toxins out. Um... I think a fast can help the body cleanse it out and let it, you know, restructure, let the body rebuild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do your hands feel? Oh, good. I'm glad. 
Yeah, they're very soft. Well, you responded well to the treatment. I hope you didn't mind my rambling too much. <laughs> First, I'm talking about do's and don'ts of te medical testing. and <laughs> You know, the whole idea is just to distract you so that we get through the testing faster. That's right. Well, I'm just trying to do this to help you pass the time. That's my job. I'm Dr. Andrew Michaels. And I'm here to help you. So if I actually distracted you from your medical testing and all the miserable little things you have to do in your busy day, then I must have done something right. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm really glad. Here, let's take a look at that. Let me see your hands real quick. Yeah. <clears throat> they look great. Well, if you're happy with the treatment and you're happy with everything else, I can let you go for today. Is that good? All right. Well, now listen, I'm going to give you this small trial-sized bottle of the lotion I used today. And you keep using it. And if it works really well for you and it helps with the dryness and the peeling of your hands... We all have to wash our hands. We all have to use hand sanitizer constantly in this modern world we're living in. So yes, your hands get dry. They peel. They crack. If this lotion really works and it suits you and you like it, come back and I'll sell you a full-size bottle. Okay? Mm-hmm. Well, what we used today was Burt's Bees, and I'm just giving you a small trial size but if you want a bigger size I can get it for you okay all right that sounds great well I hope the rest of your day and the testing that you have to do works out good for you okay yeah well me <laughs> as soon as I'm done here I have to go get Buster and bring him in he's out there barking and acting up he's such a turkey I know he wants his morning walk <laughs> And I have to take him for a ride in the car later, too. Every Tuesday, he goes for a ride with me, and he knows it. <laughs> All right. Well, you take care, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Until I see you again, please have a most blessed day. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tiragoheo. Please take a moment to share this podcast with someone who might enjoy it and to rate or review it on your podcast player of choice. Those small things only take a few minutes and they really do help our podcast grow. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library videos online at youtube.com slash Links to connect with us on social media and to take a look at our merchandise can be found in the show notes. The theme song Atlantis 
is by Jason Shaw of Audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tiradadohueo at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels and his entire staff, thank you.